0: What up everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host Tony with my boy Nikki. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man.
0: Are you are you ready for this uh Halloween weekend?
1: Not as ready as I wish I was going to be. Like I I I've always wanted to like have the, this super elaborate like well thought out like long planned costume, yeah, and I always basically just get my costume the night before Halloween
0: <laughs> so mine's mines has been that running joke that I guess we've been wa- talking for a while on the on the podcast was when I bought my hot dog suit, and I was gonna just do whatever variation well, th- of yeah, something you're gonna wear the hot dog
1: suit, yeah, I thought you are gonna wear a costume over the hot dog suit, so you that was gonna my be- intention.
0: I now I can't find my hot dog suit uh,
1: you're married, right. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I know where it is. Trash. I know. It's probably. Trash. <laughs> Threw it
0: away, damn it.
1: You can't do couples couples uh outfits if you keep on wearing she, a freaking outfit on. Huh?
0: She I think she wants to do she wants to be a or ch- chicurity board. And then I was and I was we were talking about like for me, I'm like, oh it could be the wine bottle. The wine you know, the wine in a box. So the nozzles like where my dick is at.
1: Wow. <laughs> You're going trick-or-treating like this? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going near, near you. I don't, <laughs> I don't need a dot over my house. But. But I uh, uh, actually you just gave me the greatest idea for uh, for a Halloween costume. A vision board. I just be my own vision board just walking around. vision board. That'd be just, cool. Just walking around like a walking affirmation. I'm awesome.
0: I am awesome. Just what would you I, put on that vision board?
1: I already have, You think I, don't, I do vision boards for New Year's? You know that, right?
0: I didn't know that. You do? Yeah. Oh.
1: I, I I did that I started that tradition. I started that tradition this last year with, with uh my nieces. We get everything together and we create a vision board for New Year's on New Year's night.
0: New Year's Eve, you mean?
1: Yeah, New Year's Eve, yeah. <laughs> we get we, we just get together New Year's Eve and just if we're not gonna go like go party or anything. Like that, oh just,
0: I wanna join them in that one.
1: I just feel like it's a good I mean the vision boards are gonna something people do and it's good to do it at the beginning of the year and it'd be cool to do it I guess something to do on New Year's Eve. So yeah. yeah. But, yeah, my vision board has, like, parkour, you know, <laughs> me wearing a nice suit, you know, a weight that I haven't got to yet, you know, stuff like that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I'll be done I'm going to do it next, this year with you guys. Yeah, I'm just going to get but, more
1: magazines. I think we only had, like, six magazines. It was not enough. No? No, but I want to I get, like, really weird with it. I want to get, like, magazines from, like, weird, like, like tattoo magazines and stuff or. Yeah. Or, or even like print them like off. Guns from the, and ammo. From,
0: <laughs> print them off from the web. Well, we can do that too. I just you get to specific to the ones you want.
1: No, oh, it works better. You're better off searching than just grabbing.
0: Yeah. No. No. Definitely. <laughs> but so. let's get into some topics, though.
1: What topic? So, you got? What you so
0: got? uh, last week we did speak about um, when we got the news that Henry Cavill made the public statement that he's returning to returning as Superman, mm-hmm. and we we dived into a little bit like. I don't know if we. I, I'm trying to remember. I think we spoke a little bit that. For me now, in retro, like in hindsight, looking it back, I was like, "Oh, that's great!" But then a lot of the other DC projects that got canceled. I know we talked about that, like Batgirl. I haven't heard a lot about Blue Beetle. I know they were in production, but it was it was. I, so, I saw. I saw behind the scenes or something. There was a couple behind the scenes. There that, that were in production, but ever since the whole discovery by now with uh buying now, um, Warner Brothers caused a lot of riff into their finances but now soon after that got announced we got another great announcement which which was James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran I want to say, I'm trying to see if I pronounce his name correctly Peter Safran yeah Peter Safran they're co-heading the DC franchise DCEU
1: so I mean is that I so when I saw the the article I instantly thought okay so does this mean DC has their Kevin Feige or Feige's Feige's well yeah which I don't know how that's going to I mean so it might be a, they have a similar vision but yeah
0: well they've worked together okay they worked together on Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and they worked together on um uh Peacemaker okay uh, Peter Peter Safran was the executive director, executive producer. So I think they're going to split it. That one's going to handle the creative, which would be the game, James Gunn, and then Peter Safran was is Peter's going to handle the the producing side of it. So they're splitting, splitting the tasks. What what with what, what I guess one Kevin Feige does, they get two people, but two people that are really good because. I was looking into Peter's. Um, he he's produced. He hasn't directed, but he's produced a lot of movies. And 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 these are movies that are are um, recognizable and and that we know of. There is he did um, the one on. I think it's on Hulu. It goes. I want you back. That's what I think. Of the that's the one with Charlie Charlie Dave. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, he did Suicide Squad. He did The Conjuring. Uh, he did Annabelle Comes Home. He's also done uh, The Nun, Aquaman, Flatliners, the two thousand seventeen version. Never watched it. Uh, Annabelle Creation. He did, and um, I think he also produced. I think he also produced Shazam. Okay. So yeah, the first Shazam, and I think he's also pro- he might think it might be producing the next Shazam, Fury of Gods. So he's already in the DC realm of producing films. And he's he has notable films in his filmography for everything that was coming out. So that's the that's a good thing indication for that. And and here's crazy. Here's a crazy thing. And I was reading other articles was that. By Marvel firing James Gunn uh, because of a tweet from like 10, 11 years ago, and then pick and DC picking him up.
1: Well, I mean, was that exactly? I mean, because Marvel still picked him back up too. So. Yes,
0: but a lot of the times, usually when Marvel or like DC picks up a, a, a director, a notable director, they'll try to keep them from a non compete. Okay. They, they'll be like, oh, if you want, if we want you, we want you to do like six, seven movies for us or two to three movies, but we want to keep you on our side of the fence and everything. Mm-hmm. So was Marvel firing him uh benefited DC because once he did that he did Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and at the same time he was and then DC picked I think while he was doing Suicide Squad he got picked up to do he got back on Marvel to do Guardians of the Galaxy 3 plus a Christmas special and while he was right he was doing Guardians of the Galaxy I guess he was also writing Peacemaker at the same time, or vice versa. They were interchangeable. Okay. So, uh, so a lot of people were like, maybe there was a conspiracy, a conspiracy to this that DC kind of funneled to to have James Gunn get fired.
1: You mean they pushed the uh, the articles? The and- article
0: to get him fired to 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 get him at pennies to pennies to a dollar, dimes to a dollar, so he could come in do another great superhero movie or comic book movie. And then now he is their co-head. He's a co-head, co-heading the, the whole. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, in no, all honesty, DC didn't have a problem with their directors. Like, I don't think that their directors were the problem specifically, because, I mean, we've talked about it several times. Their directors make amazing movies anywhere else, right? Everywhere else, oh my God, that's the most amazing movie ever. But for some reason, when they go to DC, they're, they're getting shit on. Um, it, it's, it, it's it's DC's stepping in front of the only reason that that James Gunn has such success with the movie he did is because he just let him make it
0: yeah he didn't have nobody holding exactly because
1: right think about David Ayer's movie I, I'm not saying that it would have been perfect the, the movie but I would love to see David Ayer's version of the original Suicide Squad the, the yeah. way he intended it because obviously he has a specific vision he has a specific yeah. way of doing things and it hits a, hits a miss, but I know what it is, you know? So right now, whatever that came out was, does not look like what, it, what his vision was, actually yeah. was.
0: So here's, and a lot of thing that comes with it is mm-hmm. that, and people were shitting on DC for it. One is that they, they just recycle the same characters. They, they tried not to give you two new ones. We mentioned it before. And I think with this new direction that we're, now, we have James Gunn and Peter, on the on head head spearing everything else one thing that they mentioned and i think that i read was they're letting keeping matt reeves do if guys hear the music in the back there's like a party for five houses down and it's crazy but we'll continue so with matt reeves they're gonna let marry matt reeves continue with his batman series and they're gonna let top phillips continue with his joker whatever uh direction he's taking joker with on that front and then they'll Head spirit. Now they have all these other fans with Snyder And I don't think they're going to continue with the Snyder They're going to create a whole something brand new And I think they're using the lead up from Black Adam um, prob- Possibly Aquaman 2 and The Flash To kind of like get the gears going mm-hmm. Before they have an idea what they're going to do set 5, 6, 10 years from now And that's just going to be a stepping stone or they're gonna be like, you know what? They're gonna cut these off, and let and and then for the next two years, just let it run like in silence until they start coming out with the first movie to to in- incorporate
1: with everything else. So, but the other thing is okay. So my whole thing with that, it just is this like the uh, the whole setup is kind of funny if you think about it, because it's like obviously they had all these great directors, but they didn't let them do their thing or find whatever. And then you have James Gunn. Hey, you know, do what you got to do. We're gonna we're gonna leave you be. He does uh, the most successful, like one of the most successful DC uh, adaptations they did with uh, Suicide Squad 2, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, he killed it with. Uh, um, he
0: follows up with Peacemaker, which was yeah. the one of the best live. So basically, action. it's
1: like you make two two good adi- two good things for us. Just have the whole company like damn like what like you no know, but he, he it's just funny it's like how like it's almost like okay listen because Kevin Feige I don't think he. Directed any movie No he, Exactly blah, but blah, blah, blah.
0: He, has, he has a general vision But and, I just and think it's
1: funny It's just like You know Oh we You actually made a successful movie With DC Okay you have the whole franchise Like damn Like It just gets funny give, Yes it's funny
0: But then you have to think of it Is that Out of All the movies That the DCEU has The most successful Or the most Appreciated one Was Suicide Squad And this is a movie Of of a bunch of characters Or D-list characters you would never heard of That you actually cared about Enjoyed on screen He did the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy Like they were like People didn't know Guardians from A hole in the wall until they saw them In the movies now they're like one of the top Comics In that genre of like Groups of, besides X-Men and Avengers that get this Highlight so they were like he's Able to create if you're able to give him characters that don't have the recognition in the comic book world and have them likable and relatable, imagine what he could do if you had creative control over characters that you do know.
1: See, but you you actually make it... Okay, so I'm not knocking him. He did a great job with introducing characters. What I do have to say is that I think it's easier. For me, as a direct... I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like it would be easier to to introduce you to people because that's what movies do they introduce you to characters yeah. and stories as a director I think that would be fairly easy because you're just kind of creating the vision for that that character the problem is when people have a preconceived notion of what a what a character should be yeah because it's almost like everybody's already walking in the theater with their two cents ready to go so it's like you really can't get creative like if you get too creative people have issues oh well that's not the original character and if you if you try to be too to the uh, to the original storyline, oh, it's kind of flat or it's just... Um,
0: it's not dynamic enough.
1: Or it's that dynamic or it's not realistic or it's like it's the, the, it doesn't come off the screen or I it's boring or even worse, it's just fanfare. Like, yeah. So it's like it's a difficult line to tread. And I think you could tread that great.
0: great. I, no, no I, I'm sure I may, can. we
1: can see. I'm just saying is that people are praising for introducing characters if that's the case. But to be honest with you, introducing characters... And especially in a comic book situation, is I feel like is way easier than trying to bring to life the characters we we all have a preconceived notion of.
0: Yeah, no, that's harder. That's what I'm saying. That's way harder. That's what I'm saying. If he could do that with Mm. characters we don't know, imagine what he's able to do with characters we do know. Because yes, it's gonna be more of a challenge, but then I I do agree, I do think believe that he's gonna walk he could walk that line of making it entertainable, engaging, charismatic and likable, relatable, even though we already know if it's, it's just another Superman. But I think he's able to, to find that way to maneuver around it. So th- I want to see what happens. Uh, and hopefully this is just a stepping stone to who else are they going to bring over? Because mm-hmm. I know he has a lot of other actors and that love working with him that they might bring over as new characters in this world.
1: Well, like I told you, I think we had mentioned we had discussed it I believe I believe the best course of action would be to use the staple characters that we know Batman Superman, things like that, and use them kind of like the same way that the Marvel uses Hulk uh-huh don't give him an actual movie, just have him uh have a storyline that spreads across other people's movies so because you already know them, you yeah. know we already know those characters, but if they they add They would add reverence to characters we already know. I mean, sorry. They would add reverence to characters we don't know, like new characters, versus them trying to get their own movie, you know, and them trying to take in the spotlight. But that's been if you have Superman coming through in certain movies, or you have Batman coming through in certain not not like quick cameos, like like Suicide Squad, the first one with Batman, Uh but like the actual like characters, like they come in, they take apart stuff like that, but they're not necessarily the main character in those the stories. Okay so and then, but you use that to let's say push your point with uh maybe putting together the the um was it the uh, why am I blanking on his name the the league um the the justice league yeah like they're the they're the heads of the justice league versus just you know them being the only members of the justice league like you remember justice league unlimited yes, like that okay, like you just have them come in can't come into care, or like a perfect example, perfect, perfect example would be Justice League Dark, where Batman is... If you watch the, the animated uh, movie for that, the main person was uh, Constantine, not Batman, but Batman was in that story. Yeah. So do it like that.
0: Okay. Where they, you... They're, they're, they're Constantine more, is the main character. They're you, more like
1: cameos. Not necessarily cameos, but there's like B characters. Yeah. But they're obviously prominent characters, but they're B characters in the story, that way... You can you can use their legendary status to help their, the story. The clout, to carry exactly. It
0: over. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I do. I definitely do want to see that. But talking about um, Peter Saffron, Saffron, and um, James Gunn. Not James Gunn, but the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. He's producing another movie for Amazon, which is going to star uh, Idris Elba and John John Cena. Called heads of it's called Heads of State. They have they haven't released any details of it except for the fact it's good. what they penned it as is it's an action comedy about two uh, partners that go over get in over their heads in a high stake situation.
1: Why does it sound political? Like maybe like they're, they're political like uh, positions or something? Possibly. Because heads of state sound like heads of state. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like it's it feels like up there with mm-hmm. capital critters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or oh, you know what it could be? What happened if there were both uh, presidential um, oppositions and, and like in like an election, and somebody bonded, but they have to work together to try to get out of the situation. So think, uh, think of. Um- uh, what was it? The one with uh uh James
1: uh F- Jamie Foxx and I wanna say it was like uh, uh Olympus Olympus no, that was a, Olympus no, Fallen. Olymp- that's one, but it was another for one. But I, I know what you mean. Like an Olympus Fall, but then with two like two politi- two different political leaders, like Yeah. Kind of a mix of um uh what was almost that like one?
0: campaign, the one with uh, Yeah, I was gonna say that campaign Will, Will campaign Ferrell.
1: And, and the one with uh uh so campaign and Olympus falls. Yeah. I think. Okay.
0: It'd be interesting. Just I like to- that idea. Well, I they haven't released anything, but I like the idea of that, that they, they're to their last debate of 20, 2032 election. And they're in the Senate or wherever they're at. And it gets bombed. So they have to get out or get away or escape or neutralize the threat
1: but you know something like.
0: But they were both like military experience. So they have. They're able to like. And they have. That would be so funny if they had like these political talks in between, like talking points that they they had against each other. I think that would some, be
1: so. Like, you don't know understand. It would be hated by both sides.
0: But then it would be loved by both
1: sides. It would be hated by both sides. I just like. No, I'm just thinking about stuff like that. Cause you think about it. You, you have these discussions and then you have concessions. No, even worse. Who. Is doing the terrorism That's like That's one thing I've noticed Over the years I've like um Like I feel like There's always a group Per,
0: per, the, per the decade They have a, a There's general, a safe group That's able to generalized threat it.
1: Yeah so the question is Who is it now Oh my god Cause it What was it You know Back in the day It was like uh, What happened to that?
0: It's like a dual threat It's like the right The like Extreme rights And the extreme lefts
1: So and now we're bringing in the, the The other one What was the one where they went to they hunted a bunch of uh, um like uh right wing kind of people in that one movie uh um, hunt yeah, it was a hunt it was a bunch of left like crazy left wing people hunting a bunch of crazy right wing people something like that that's what not so like now we're kind of throwing that in i really' did, that, <laughs> you're just looking for a movie to piss everybody oh off. my
0: god yes <laughs> yes you are. No, but you got to
1: get comedians Now, if you're gonna do it with comedians, you got to do it with like, comedians who like people look for that kind of stuff. What was that comedian you like a lot? Which um, I forgot his name. He's like Tom Segura. No, 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 no. the the he kind Andrew of looks, Schultz. I I swear he looks kind of like a like a like, like 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 Italian New York or whatever. Yeah, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz.
0: He's funny as fuck.
1: That's like some people like him that basically just make fun of stuff like that. Anyways, yeah,
0: and just get him in there. Oh, yeah. And he was, and you know what's funny? He's yeah. working on a movie. Really. Suppose he's in the movie. I don't know what kind of movie it is, but it would be funny if it was this one. Because then he'll be like, that'll be like the opening. He'll be like <laughs> the debate or uh, a host or whatever. The moderator. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that'd be so funny.
1: But You know what's really funny? You think about campaign. Think about this really carefully. Um, you can't, like, it's hard to remember. It's hard for at least for me. It's hard to remember who was who. Like, which of each Character, which was uh, Will Ferrell, which was uh, I forgot this guy's name, but uh, what party were they with? Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Those political movies like that, those political comics like that, they—it's so ridiculous because you really don't know who's like. Yeah, they never make it apparent. I mean, I know I now that I think about it, I can I remember kind of who's who, but for the most part, they don't really make it a that part of the story.
0: This Is Zach Califanakis?
1: Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Yes, he was a. I don't
0: know which one he was. No,
1: he, I remember he was a Republican candidate, but it really, like, as a Republican or Democrat, they really, that really had nothing to do with.
0: Yeah, I feel anything. like they're going to keep, they're going to tell the line and they're going to be like, oh, well, he's no, a, because that, one's going to be a progressive, the other one's going to be a moderate. Like, they're going to have that. Well, no, because they the kind of is, overlap, but then they're still opposing they really
1: each other. They really didn't, they really never argued policy in those movies. It was always about just like, how bad of a person you are versus how bad of a person I am. Yeah.
0: So, But that's the main thing. Yeah. It's like they could be heading to a debate. So you you don't know that the political yeah. views, you just know they're opposing opposites and, mm-hmm. and into this race, political race. And the whole time, everything is only about survival. <laughs> and, I, and I think it's funny having John Cena and, and Idris Elba, because Idris Elba is funny. Idris
1: Elba can... like, is like the, the craziest, like him and, uh, Don, Don, Donald Glover mm-hmm. seemed like the most Renaissance people I've ever met oh like, yeah. I mean ever met I never met them, but you know I've, I've ever heard about because I mean I'm sure there's more people out there but it's just so weird when you think about all the things that they do like their career paths like we know them as actors or certain or, or writer whatever but like if you really look at their their resume in a sense mm-hmm. it's insane like oh, yeah. I just happened I, what was he' a boxer DJ Kick, he rapper. Was,
0: yeah, he did. I think he did like a, a, a mini documentary that mm. that that followed him, mm. um, taking like kickboxing classes to the way till he takes his first amateur kickboxing fight, and he won. I was like, damn, I want that to watch that documentary.
1: You don't want to watch that documentary. You want to live the documentary. No, no I want to watch it. You don't want to live the documentary. I don't. Live
0: he was like forty two when he did it too.
1: So I got a chance. You <laughs> got a chance. <laughs> I have a chance.
0: All right. So in the midst, and then and and this is the next topic is going to be um, a little bit of uh, what we were talking about earlier was sequels that are coming out or being announced. So the one that I we we understand, I get one when there's a sequel to a movie at, when the movie's like twenty, thirty years old and they want to do like. A reboot sequel like how we did with We saw with uh, Ghostbusters uh, Now we're getting a new one with like Indiana Jones um, The the other one that we just got announced Was a Christmas Story Christmas Christmas Story
1: Christmas Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh,
0: The one that I heard two days ago And they just showed a picture of it Was they're doing a sequel to Good Burger D- Didn't even need an original movie That's the first question
1: on, it like, was
0: based off a skit I know Off of the show All That That was on Nickelodeon Which is To my Personal opinion Has one of the greatest Opening songs In all I guess TV show Or like Not reality show Like sitcom show mm. That's, what you call it? That's what you call it A sitcom show Yeah But Of all time Opening songs <laughs> But yeah So it was a skit in there now With Keaton and Kel which they they went into producing their own show. Then, uh, Kel Kel went on to Saturday Night Live, created a, left. and he blew up in that, and he created he had his own he has his own show, he has his own show off from that, and now he's going back meeting up with Keenan, uh, and they're gonna do a sequel to Good Burger.
1: You know what I missed? I real quick, just to get my thought out there, and then we get back to that. Was uh, I missed the SNL? Doesn't make movies like for all the characters. Like remember that they they basically just made a movie for each SNL character based on skits. How popular the skit was, uh, yeah. But they
0: only did it. But I think they mostly did it during the nineties.
1: Was it nineties or two
0: thousands?
1: Nineties. What nineties? Remember, late, ladies' man.
0: Le, I, all right, so I would say late nineties, early two thousands. They had Night the, at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury, superstar. Uh, what was the other one That you saw uh, Ladies man Ladies man Remember Pat Pat had his own movie Pat Pat was uh, I thought Pat was uh, Mad TV
1: No Pat the one That you, the, the. Oh the, no I was, I'm was. i thinking of somebody else No 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 Pat was a character That the whole It was androgynous The whole point was That the character Was androgynous You never knew Whether the character Was a woman Or a man Yeah And literally everybody The whole point was That it was always awkward To tr- people trying to find out Like do you ask them, do you ask them, you know, or, and even, even when Pat would address the question, it was always kind of like and never give an answer or it least the whole point was just to stay androgynous. Okay. But that was a character based on SNL uh, yeah. that got, that got a show. I mean, got a movie.
0: Coneheads.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There but was a Coneheads lot. was. Late. That was like That's what I'm saying That was 90s to 2000s That was early,
0: early 90s Yeah so it was like I went start. Then I would go back Further back from like mid, ni- mid to early 90s To early 2000s That's what I'm saying it's, it's, But that like, was a That, was, that like, was a history of SNL That would Yeah But that's when they had A lot of hitters coming in Because that, that I think they had Will Ferrell At that time uh, Shannon uh Was it Shannon Molly Molly Shannon mm-hmm. In that series Um Yeah so they had A bunch of hitters At that time So they they're able to, and I think they were like, oh, but, and it wasn't just a, the times that they were like, if well, we physical, could put,
1: it, they, I mean, but do you have Keenan I mean, or Kel, or was it, um, Kel, Kel has been on SNL for a long, I think one of the longest runs he got on there. And he has, I'm sure he has a bunch of characters that are, I mean, at least the TV, the one remember the show that he does, the what's up with that? Like, you, yeah, you know, he has his characters. Um, but you would imagine they would have at least financed him to do a movie, some kind of movie, or um, like because remember that's when WWE used to finance their own movies and all these like yeah, all their wrestlers would make movies. So I don't know like and the thing is they just had one character, one comedian who reti- I believe retired from SNL that deserved her, their movie and she never got it, which was uh, I don't know uh, the one uh, what's her, um, the one who used to do uh, Ginsburg used to play. Um, uh, McKinney, uh, um Ruth, something Ruth. No, no, no. Look it up. But it's um, she was in 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 uh, Ghostbusters the the all female version.
0: Oh, I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so she was hilarious. Maya, Maya. I no, want to say the, Maya. I don't think Maya. But she was uh, she had a lot of great hits on like, dude. There was still characters I still look up all the time. That, Kristen so Wiig, not Kristen Wiig. Kate McKinnon, yeah, McKinnon, but she never, you know, what I'm saying she should have got a, she should have got one of those characters brought to brought to life. But sorry, I just I just started thinking about all that. But the question I, have, because Keenan uh, Cal should have gotten a show, a movie too. But going back to that, talking about her, I didn't even know who she was. Really, I don't watch
0: that. Said not like that.
1: Well, I mean, you know the the comedian, no, no, she's been in a bunch of movies. She's hilarious. No, it doesn't,
0: it doesn't ring a bell. Like I I look at her photos and I'm like. Uh, what that? I'm trying to remember I've seen her. I'm like, I can't, I can't think something. Mm-hmm. Either I've seen her and she wasn't memorable enough for me to remember to be like, oh, I remember watching her in this movie, or I remember from here, like there's other certain things. Like Cal is different because I grew up. I feel like I grew up with this career because I remember him from fucking Mighty Ducks three.
1: Well, okay, uh,
0: and Mighty Ducks two, too as well. That's where you got introduced.
1: What. Um, the question I have is Do they want to, One Does he really want to go back To Nickelodeon Because they Doesn't Nickelodeon uh, Have the rights to those Yes And do they want to work again? Because I mean I don't remember I remember Nickelodeon Had a lot of Its own little scandals Whatever but um, Does Like I've never seen him Do anything with Nickelodeon Again since that And the question is Maybe he got, it's, it's so He it, it got to the point
0: That maybe he got the rights To it, it well, They could have released The
1: rights The question The other question I have is the other half of that equation,
0: he's been in the in the background. He hasn't been. I, I think he's produced a few things, but he hasn't been. I don't remember. I don't remember him doing any movies.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, I don't have heard of anything of him at all. Like, not even like he he doesn't seem like he's in any kind of spotlight. So to bring him back, because the thing is, he is the main comedy relief. Like, I mean, sorry,
0: we we were reversing it. Kel is. Yeah. Okay. I figured. I, I was like
1: something weird. It's two halves of an equation to make that. Especially because, I mean, that's a kid's movie. And now everybody who's watched it is. Yeah. So, like, I'm. We fucked up. Reversing the names. I don't know why. (laughs) It is what it is. But, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm I'm not trying to see it happen. I just can't. Like, in my head, I'm already trying to see the figures. of. But you never know. Maybe this guy's a surprise. Like, the guy from the Goonies. Who just came out with. uh, Data. He he blew He surprised everybody And blew it up Like he Yeah Now he's like I guarantee you are gonna see about 10 movies cause come out with him in it
0: Yeah I think they just announced He's gonna be I'm trying to remember He's gonna be in another movie
1: If he's not in the new Indiana Jones movie I'm gonna be upset It's
0: <laughs> already I think it's already done In production Oh no It's, it's I don't know if it's fully In
1: production Like he's sure. he, He's of a good age He could like I mean It would be like this I know that Indiana Jones Well I mean Indiana Jones 2 Was that 2? Yeah Indiana Jones Two wasn't as uh, as popular as three, mm-hmm. but obviously since the uh, like the, the introduction to four, that w- so two has gotten better. But because uh, <laughs> yeah. short round wasn't in obviously one or three, no. But it would be it would be at least one character title that you could bring back from the history to to give the mantle to.
0: True, that is true.
1: So it would please the fans. It would, it you know, it would please people that are fans of data, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. So I think it would be a, a, a great fit to 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 have that transition. But we'll see. Um. But going back to, is there he anything you go- hope to see from that from Good Burger?
0: I don't know. I I, I wasn't even expecting to do the f- the first movie and to see what they're gonna do with the second one.
1: Let's see. Maybe
0: he'll bring some some SNL writers to help just- out to
1: to. But also that type of comedy, uh, that comedy movie, I don't know if it exists anymore.
0: No, it
1: doesn't. That's like because that's more of a slapstick kind of like Nick, that old school Nickelodeon comedy where yeah. everything was slap. Like, but I don't know. I don't I feel like it's it, it, it doesn't, resonates. Doesn't resonate as much as anymore. Yeah. Like not to say that slapstick comedies are not good. It's just not that kind of slap. Like making giant burgers. Like yeah.
0: Done. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a straight to like I think Nickelodeon EO uh, is owned by HBO, so it'll probably be like straight to HBO Max movie.
1: That's fine. I'm Just trying or to Peacock
0: or Paramount. I don't know who owns who by this point, <laughs> but one of those fucking streaming servers, services. But let's get onto some. The next two are two trailers we did get to see today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is called Pale Blue Eyes. It's produced by Netflix. It is starring uh, Christian Bale. And and it's set. It's a set piece that he is a detective trying to solve a homicide, and he gets the assistance of a young Edgar Allan Poe.
1: Which it's funny because when he showed me the trailer, I didn't realize that's what I was looking at. Yeah. But now when I was looking at the actor, I was like, yeah, he looks like like Because I mean, every time you see Edgar Allan Poe depicted, you have that big head. Yeah, it was showing him with like a big head, and that guy kind of has that look.
0: Yeah, he looks like pretty this close to what I think the people perceive Roundtable
1: to look at. But I'm just wondering how that would work as far as
0: it's based off a novel called uh, I think that it's um, a, a base of a novel that somebody wrote based off one of Edgar Allan Poe's books, mm-hmm. The Tale to Sit the The Tale to Hearts Or something. Like that. Okay. So what I like about it, one is a set piece, two. Is that um? They usually say like Edgar Allan Poe is like the goth writer, god Godfather of goth writing, but he also did some um, detective books. Really? Like I think he, they say he did some detective stories. I was reading. I was trying to trying to get as much information, but I wanted to more clear my thoughts and put my put my two cents into it before I was reading everything fully. But yeah, I I do enjoy. I do Christian Bale's coming does fucking phenomenal work, and I do like certain set certain timepieces if done correctly, and adding the element of Edgar Allan Poe in it. Fucking, I'm all in.
1: Have you ever seen the one with um, um Johnny Depp? Silent called? Sleepy Hollow. No, I love that, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. That that might that's that's obviously a little bit far fetched from a timepiece, but it was I liked it. But the one that I would say would be a timepiece would be uh, From Hell Chocolates. or In Hell, something like that. Like the one about the detective who was looking for Jack the Ripper.
0: Oh, yes. That was a good
1: one. I figured. I like kind that. of in line with, I mean, it doesn't have the same spec. This one seems like it's very grounded. Yeah. And that one was grounded to a certain degree, but obviously had a little bit of fancy fare to it. Yeah. But yeah, so I just, I just it popped in my head when I saw the trailer.
0: And I hope it's a movie, but I would have loved it to be as a, as a series. Really, I would have loved it to one to be like a limited series, ten episodes, ten to eight to ten episodes, and it is a like a crazy homicide, homicide serial killer. You know what that I mean? They're trying to use and and the, he probably is like a huge fan of Edgar Allan Poe's or whatever he was writing. So a lot of the elements of how he kills. Uses elements of his literature as 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 a like a love letter. He's trying to write his own love letter through murder to Edgar Allan Poe.
1: That's an interesting.
0: And Edgar Allan Poe is with a detective trying to depict like what is he trying to tell me in his story, or what he sees in this book that he's trying to represent
1: at the time, or whatever it is. <laughs> like he's deciphering. He's deciphering, like unciphering un- the, uh, the the crime scenes based on his, his novel, by his, uh, his, uh, by his own
0: s- short stories. And uh, what is he trying to say from that?
1: That'd be interesting. Um, I was going to say, which I'm hoping is super goth, because obviously this is the king of goth. Yeah. Um, I really hope it has a really good aesthetic to it. Ah, damn, I was thinking about something that was blanked out. I hate that. But it, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's been a while since I enjoyed a good timepiece, but what I was going to say, oh, no, I know what I was going to say. I miss limited uh, uh miniseries. I'm probably sure I've said that before, but I do. I, I know you say limited series, but I always say mini series, like because uh, like mo- basically TV shows that are only gonna last, that's it. Like basically 10, 20, 10, whatever, 15 episodes, but never, literally never, have a sequel, never a, a second season, yeah. nothing. Just mini series. Mini series, yeah. Mini series
0: or limited series.
1: I I say mini series when when I, I, when, I think, when I
0: say when I think mini series. When you say that. When, I, when I, the diff, how this is how I differentiate a limited series mm-hmm. to series. Yeah, limited series is like yeah we're just doing a one shot. Like, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Queen's Gambit, right? That was yeah, a. Limi- they're
1: they're coming out with a sequel though, aren't
0: they? Supposedly, I'm not sure. Still, I was
1: saying that's not a mini-series. miniseries. No, no.
0: Originally, it was a limited series, okay. meaning it was a one shot run. When you say limited series, it's like hey. This is going to be a three series movie, a three series show. Mm. It's intended to go three series. We already have the beginning, middle, and then how it's supposed to carry to each series. Because the way we told it, we're going to tell it, it's going to be beyond 10 episodes. But we're not going to, even if we get the hype for it, we're going to stop where we want to stop. And Mm. we're not going to continue it and just ruin the story by continuing the story, by continuing the story due to popularity, if that's the case. So when I think limited miniseries, I'm like, oh, they ex- they already have a pre-notion, a pre- pre-notion of how many episodes they're coming out with. Then to limited series, I'm like, it's a one-shot series. You see it one way through, beginning to end, and that's
1: it. It's funny because I see the same thing, just opposite. I see limited series as something that could be picked up for a second season or something later. Miniseries, I always feel like I've never seen a miniseries that had a, anything continue after that. Miniseries ends, period. Like, um, have you ever seen The Storm of the Century? Uh, the
0: That's, movie?
1: I think it was a movie. I thought it was a miniseries.
0: Well, Mark Wahlberg?
1: No, 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 no. You're thinking about the... Uh, I know what you're talking about. No. The one I'm thinking about, The Storm of the Century, was yeah. about a small town where they were, um, they were stuck, but then they come to find out there was something about the storm that was, like, more, you know... Mystical? Mystical, yeah.
0: Oh, no, I haven't seen it then.
1: Um, it was a Stephen King adaptation, but then there was like a, it was, I was saying like those series like that where it's like literally has a significant you know beginning, middle, end. The end does not have you know no continuation. No continuation, like yeah, continuing. After I that guess would,
0: we would we we, we we we're looking at in, in we're looking opposite. at the same
1: things, just different opposites. Opposite, yeah.
0: In terms of uh, yeah, how we see it. So yeah, so.
1: We'll see. I mean, but I I, I can't wait to check that I want that movie out though.
0: Alright, so the next trailer. Yeah. And the last trailer we'll be talking about today. Yes. Would be Ant Man Quantumania. Ant Man Three. We get another view of Ant Matt Paul Rudd's character. Um uh, his family, his daughter, and how they get into the quantum realm. We get a vision of of uh, Kang in it and everything, like this micro city or this major city in this microverse of what the quantum realm is.
1: That's, I really need that. And now I really need to grasp my head more with the quantum realm because, like, is it a, like I thought that it was just so minuscule that it's just something, you know, like so it's super minuscule that basically, like, almost like you're jumping into specific whatever atoms, but then this is one centralized world. Yeah, one such a universe. So it's like, no, it's it's a different universe kind of thing. It's a as I'm saying, I, I really have to wrap my head around exactly <laughs> what what that what that world is. But it did look familiar, and I'm wondering if we're gonna see characters that we know from TVA, from yes from TVA, and but I'm I am excited to see uh, uh, um, Bill Murray,
0: Bill fucking
1: Murray. Yeah. Yes. Big time, taking on a role like that's awesome. Um, that was the first
0: thing I said when I said I'm like when I saw the trade the first time ever I'm like Bill fucking
1: I didn't I didn't think about
0: anything else until I saw him and I'm like Bill fucking Murray.
1: You know what I do find weird though I mean one I absolutely love because I haven't seen her in movies like that until re- so recently but I love uh, um, um uh, who plays the wife of Hank Pym. Um, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone yeah. I love that I'm like the way she's coming out now, like she's doing these movies and she's especially doing that, man. But I, I, I think it was so funny that obviously this has been a while since she's been out and she's with her family and she just forgot to mention. She, had like, an entire, she had like a whole other life. It was a whole like, because I mean, you think about it. Well, she's been in there for 30 years. What has she been doing? Yeah. And nobody bothered to ask that. Nobody bothered to follow up on it. Not knowing that there's an entire world with life forms and people and everything like that.
0: Because the when we saw her in End Two, End and the Wasp, is like she was in a desolate area. Like you can't, there was nothing else around her, and maybe she just didn't want to say what happened. Maybe it was like this is a part of my life that I don't want nobody to know. Nobody knows anything about. I doubt anybody's gonna go over there, and look at it. I doubt somebody's gonna post something but on Instagram. Is, on t- like
1: how do you have, how do you have a conversation with somebody who is your wife or your mother? And not ask the question, where'd you go? Like, what'd you do? Like, it's like, or even if she was like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Like, for 30 years, like, you really need, that's a gap. That, you need that to is a out. gap. That's a gap that somebody needs to ask that question. And to it, she out.
0: probably was like, I'm not ready to talk about it. I'm not ready. And, and now that she's in it, now she's like, hey, yeah, I mean, I had a couple boyfriends. There's a couple's, like, <laughs> reckless <laughs> nights. I love how that's how
1: that's how everybody went straight to, like, she was hooking up with Kang the Conqueror. Was like, <laughs> yeah, Damn. So was like, oh, Although king, another thing too, king, is,
0: king was my king, yeah, for real.
1: Well, the other part that I found interesting was, um, so so his uh, Aman's daughter, because Aman himself is, you know, he learned how he learned how to like he learned the technology, mm-hmm. but he himself is not somebody who can create the technology. Yes, but then his daughter now seems to be able to understand the technology in order to also create things. Maybe she's. She, she said we, but at the same time, she's involved, which means that she has. She has a. She has to have obviously some knowledge. kind of knowledge, intellect, training to know how to do the things that. But she... But
0: you know her dad's dead, man. So well, you know, me, her, oh, they call him Superman. I'm Spiderman in the in the, in the, in the, in the, <laughs> the movie,
1: in the trailer. It's a lot of questions, which I'm, I can't wait to find out about. But I think it's,
0: I, f- all right, being so adjacent to. A superhero mm-hmm. like Ant Man, that's an Avenger, I would assume well I can't because other shows and in, and in, uh, insinuated like once the job was done, everybody went their own ways. I would I, I would think that you're like, Hey, we work together and you have access to all these information, materials, anything else, that your family kind of has access to that as well. But then you have Hank Pym, that's super smart. Scott Lang, so he brings his daughter because he's so close to her. She probably, pro- he probably brought her in, and she was so fascinated with everything that she took it upon herself to learn.
1: Actually, that would be a good storyline to figure out that maybe his daughter always suspected that he that he wasn't part of the blip, and that he was actually something might have happened to him, and she was trying to figure out the technology to see if she could find him
0: it could be that and that's and she got so obsessed with it yeah that she she understands technology and processes and creates and everything else so that's that's a good talking point that's a good point to to go into if they trying to look at it that way she's like i've you've been gone for 5 years so i tried to do everything or find any the information i can and this and since
1: since Hank and and everybody else was was part of the blip she then you know she she obviously just she didn't have a direction so she just learned she probably I just know. looked up Hank's stuff. Yeah, interesting. I hope it goes that way. I hope. I hope there's a good little bit of storyline that that kind of justifies connects her knowledge. it. Yeah,
0: and connects that 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 of why she's so intrigued and how she knows so much, mm-hmm. being the time jump with the blip. Um, so yeah, so I I love the movie. I love the trailer. I mean, uh, if they come with another trailer, I'm not gonna watch it because no, remember we, one we, trailer. One trailer. That's that's a go. And one it, trailer babies. One trailer babies. If if mm-hmm. we're sold on it, if we're not sold on it, oh, I'll no, I'll watch a second trailer,
1: just to well because sometimes our first trailer don't tell you much at all. and I'm sorry, they don't give any they, any kind of detail, which is fine. It's just sometimes you want some information to, to wrap your head around to be like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not still- fully sold. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: But all right, guys. Like that, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes From My Mom's Garage. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at from my mom's Garage, or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next
1: week. Later.